Are you tired of putting yourself last? Of taking care of everybody else's needs and powering through to meet the next set of impossible standards? In our fast-paced society, we lose touch with our intrinsic worth, with the ability to value ourselves for who we are right now. Instead of living life exhausted, frustrated, and disconnected from your authentic self, maybe it's time to put yourself back in the life you've worked so hard to create. Join radio host and life choreographer Laura Cheadle and learn how to build your dreams and live your sparkle using the five steps of flaunt. Find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. Welcome to Flaunt, Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. I'm Laura Cheadle, and we have got an amazing show today. I'm interviewing an Ayurvedic gynecologist. Yes, you heard that right. I met this amazing woman when I was in India recently at the Women Economic Forum, where we both received an award for being an exceptional woman of the year. She, for her work, being an Ayurvedic gynecologist, and me, for my work, helping women break out of a life that they hate, get out of the soul-sucking job, the depression, the sadness of their life, and build a life that really gives them all the joy, satisfaction, and fulfillment that they deserve. Now, before we launch into this incredible and enlightening show, I want to let you know what I have got coming up. If you are feeling at all drained, exhausted, burned out, frustrated by life, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, there has got to be more than this, I want to tell you, you're right. There is more to life than getting up, going to work coming home, going to bed, getting up, going to work, coming home, going to bed. Life is meant to be lived and loved and enjoyed. And I have got a fantastic destination retreat coming up in June in Glenwood Springs, Colorado. So if you are feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't do it anymore. I need something more. I have got you covered. That something more is coming up right around the corner in June in Glenwood Springs, Colorado. And that is my flaunt, Sparkle Your World Destination Retreat. Find out more at www.lauracheadle.com. Anyway, speaking of feeling good, just in every day, in every way, that's some of the stuff that we're going to talk about today in my interview with Dr. Madhura Kulkarni. Now, perhaps you have heard a little bit about Ayurvedic tradition or um, Ayurvedic wellness, but you don't really know what that is or what that means. So before we get into the show, let me enlighten you a little bit. It is a system of science that is five to 6,000 years old, and it's the science of health. Now, not only physical health, but emotional, mental, and intellectual health. The belief of, a belief of Ayurvedic medicine is that we need to bring the body, the mind, and the spirit into a complete 
balanced state in order to really live and to be healthy. Now, this system started, like I said, between five and 6,000 years ago. So this is really the world's first system of medicine. And it was started when Indian monks were looking for a new way to be healthy. You know, it makes sense. In the Bible, we say the body is a temple. And that is the same system, the same school of thought that the monks in India had. That since the body is a temple, how do we preserve that temple? For their purpose, it was how to keep the body and the mind and the spirit so healthy that they would be able to meditate deeply for long periods of time. I'm not sure if you've ever had the experience, whether it's with meditation or with fitness or with work, where you think, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to focus and I'm going to get all of this stuff done. And then you find that you can't get it done because your back aches or your calf is cramping or your neck is spasming. That's why this system was developed. So we can become healthy in our bodies and it would free our mind for that greater spiritual enlightenment, for that greater depth. So that's kind of what, what, what this is all about. It's making yourself and your body healthy so you will no longer be distracted by physical ailments and you will be able to ascend and your prayers will be deeper. Your meditation will be more focused. Now, some of you might be wondering, how is this different from modern medicine? How is this different from maybe, you know, chiropractic care or preventative medicine? Well, a few, in a few ways. In the Ayurvedic tradition, every individual is seen as unique. And there is no one diet or lifestyle routine that works for everyone. Like in the West here, we've got, you know, the general food guide and the, you know, whether it used to be the basic food groups and now it's the food guide pyramid and it's that all people should eat a certain way. And in the Ayurvedic tradition, it's no, 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 no. We all have different constitutions. We are all a blend of some of these different constitutions. And what works for me might not work for you. Some people are better off fasting. Some people are better off eating a number of small meals. Some people need vigorous exercise, whereas some people, they need more gentle, slow exercise in order to be healthy. And that's something that I really, really love about that tradition because there is no one-size-fits-all formula. Another thing that makes the whole Ayurvedic tradition is a little bit different is they focus on prevention. The Ayurvedic tradition gives you specific advice and guidance in maintaining not only your physical health, but your emotional health so you can prevent things like inflammation and um, antigens. So you will not get the allergies or the disease or the inflammation in the body in the first place. How this is done is through a combination of food and lifestyle routines. Yes, there's also the medicine, but if we can prevent through food and lifestyle and through things like, yes, yoga and exercise, 
then we won't even need to get to the place of needing medicine, which again, I think is so beautiful and so important. Now, if you're curious, there are a wide variety of websites, um, online books that have been written out there that will help you find your Ayurvedic dosha or your body type, your constitution, and help you to kind of learn some of the basic things about what you should be doing for your body type and how you should be detoxing and staying healthy and exercising and some of the lifestyle, you know, modalities and choices. And through today's interview, Dr. Madhura Kulkarni will also be helping you with some tics, tips and tricks for yourself. Um, I'm going to preview some of the things that she talked about in our discussion. The first one, oh, I have to admit I don't like it at all, but it is important. The first thing that she recommended is getting up before the sunrise. Yeah before the sunrise to kind of help the brain settle in and to see the sun rise. It gets your, I think she said it was your hypothalamus, kind of back in gear. So you get up and then your brain witnesses the sunrise and you see that light change and it just sets you up better for the entire day. Her second tip was to have about a half a cup of lukewarm water upon rising. What that does is that helps your digestion kick in. If there's any food from the day before that has not been digested, it's going to help get that going. And it's also going to break your system in for the rest of the day. So you've got healthy digestion. One of the other things she talked about was using oil, rubbing oil on your hands in your feet, giving yourself a little massage. She even suggested putting a little oil in the inside of the ears and rubbing that around, as well as on your head. Now, not only does this oil massage feel amazing, it helps with anti-aging. I don't know about you, but I'm a big fan about that. She also talked about exercising daily. Now, she herself is a marathoner, and I, too, love fitness. But again, knowing your type, knowing your Ayurvedic type, will help you figure out what kind of exercise might be best for you, whether it's gentle yoga or vigorous yoga or running or lifting weights. It's really important to know what works best for you. The fifth thing she talked about was eating only when you're hungry. Being aware of when your body is hungry and honoring that. She suggested again going back to that cup of lukewarm water and sipping on it. When you think you're hungry, start by sipping on some of that water. Perhaps you're just thirsty. Now, this whole Ayurvedic tradition is not about depriving yourself and starving yourself, so sip on that water. Find out if you're hungry or if you're just thirsty. And then if you are hungry, eating some quality foods and being mindful. Those are some of the five lifestyle tips. Before we go into her interview, however, I want to tell you a bit more about her. She is an Ayurvedic gynecologist. And her passion, her focus is on creating healthy babies. 
it should come as no surprise. Creating a healthy baby starts by creating a healthy mom and a healthy dad. So you can have the healthy egg, the healthy sperm. Then when the baby is in the mom's body, the mom's body needs to stay healthy. Not only physically healthy, but emotionally and mentally healthy as well. Some of the prescriptions that she will talk about include listening to music and staying calm and staying centered throughout your pregnancy. So the hormones that are pushing through the baby are healthy. So the baby is not constantly having adrenaline pushed through his or her little system. And it's just such a beautiful tradition of if we want to have healthy kids, having a healthy kid doesn't start when the kid is five or eight or two or three. Having a healthy child means creating the child in a healthy environment, which is in utero, which means stepping back even further, creating a healthy mother and a healthy father so they produce a healthy egg and a healthy sperm. It's just an amazing way to think about it. Starting the healthy eating, starting the lifestyle changes, starting the detox before conception is what will result in a healthy baby and then setting that baby up for a lifestyle of good physical, emotional, and mental health. That to me is the beauty and the wisdom of all of this Ayurvedic tradition. It's not about what we can do now once the problem has popped up. It's about what we can do to prevent and treat and cure along the way so we stay healthy, so we stay strong, so we feel good. That's what I love so much about her work and my work and how they dovetail together. We are teaching women how to create and sustain the joy, how to feel good every single day, all day, not just when we're home from work, but all day. Because when we're happier, when we're healthier, when we're calm and balanced, we are more creative. We are better able to be good workers. We are better able to sustain and nurture our families. Think about the beauty that we can create in ourselves and our lives. My challenge to you, my lovely, wonderful listeners, is to become more mindful of how you feel and what you are creating for you, for your children, for your family, whether or not you have any children. The environment that you're creating for yourself and for others at work. How can you bring this more holistic approach in to all that you are and to everything that you do? That is my challenge to you. And with that, and in furtherance of that goal, I would now like to bring on my esteemed guest, Dr. Madhura Kulkarni, 
Ayurvedic gynecologist from India whose passion and mission it is in life to help people create healthy offspring so they can all raise up together their own families as well as the families of others so we can all live that life that we truly deserve to live with joy satisfaction and health so we can feel good and do good in the world so with that welcome to the show dr kulkarni it's an honor to have you yes thank you lara i'm so glad that i'm here with you I am so glad too. Will you let our listeners know first of all what is an Ayurvedic gynecologist and how is that different from just a traditional gynecologist? Uh yes, actually this is quite interesting question because many of my patients also ask me the same. Actually Ayurveda is a science of life. It's a Indian tradition. years back it was established as a science plus tradition usually gynecologist help women to maintain their health and happiness along with the hormonal harmony and as i'm a ayurvedic gynecologist i show them the way of life it's not only the treatment modules but to prevent many of the diseases and to help them to bloom at their best at the different stages of their lives i with the like, yeah with I the like, natural remedies yeah yeah and lifestyle modifications because i i just want to jump in about what you said with the different stages of the of your life that Perfect. is Yeah, that is true because you know when a woman hits puberty it's a big change and then the childbearing years is a big change and then menopause is a big change. So yeah, how important and how valuable to have somebody like you who can really help the woman in every single stage, not only just medically but to really feel good. That's important. correct correct see i will give you an example that we did a project for menopausal age group of women see we have lot many cases with the uh, menopausal age group uh, patients they don't have the quality of life means uh, if they have some problems like menorrhagia related with their physical problems there are many remedies there are even advanced technologies but the small small problems they face like hot flashes uh dementia or forgetfulness or weakness tiredness so there are some herbal remedies we did a research on glycerisa glabra that is a herb called yashtimadu in sanskrit or glycerisa glabra in latin and if uh, one the, we can we take the glycerin glabra with milk empty stomach it helps a woman lot so these small small herbal remedies with certain lifestyle modifications helps a woman lot for quality of her life even at the age of uh, means a normal age uh, 
childbearing age, there are many problems related with premenstrual syndrome. That is called PMS. Due to the hormone imbalance, many of the women suffer from different kind of mood swings, even some kind of cramps in the leg, even tiredness, and it affects on her career also. It's a very small thing, but it caused a lot for her health. So we did again a project that if we give certain kind of uh, food restrictions before the menstruation, like salt restriction or certain food items she should restrict and she should add certain uh, food like beetroot premenstrually because beetroot uh, scientifically also uh, it uh, releases nitrates. So that beetroot increases her mental ability to deal with the fluctuations, hormonal fluctuations. Even simple castor oil, that is a medicative oil, if she takes it before menstruation, it helps her a lot to get rid of water retention. And so simply, it helps the lifestyle modification, herbal remedies, and some detoxification procedures helps her to improve her quality of life. That is very important. Yes, it. Uh, I like that you taught it tied in the quality of life because oh. that really is important. And I think many women, well, many men too, but many women, women especially, get used to the idea that feeling bad is normal. Yeah, having PMS symptoms or hormonal right. imbalances is normal, right. and it Correct. doesn't have to be. <laughs> Oh, correct. No, no, no. But you can you can correct it. And if you ignore the symptoms, sometimes they create big problems. Even interpersonal relationships get disturbed. What I have seen in my 25 years of clinical practice, if we help women to uh, maintain her hormonal harmony, it helps a lot to improve career-wise, health-wise. So because Ayurveda understands women as a whole. Not only her body, but along with that, her mind, her senses, her creativity, and even her soul. So that level, even the spiritual health is maintained along with yoga sadhana and Ayurveda. It's beautiful. Yes. And it is that whole holistic model of we have to be well and happy and feel good on all levels in order to really thrive. And it's not just one thing, it's all of them. Correct, correct. Absolutely true, because I've seen many patients suffering from different kind of diseases. See, according to Ayurveda, disease is a complete uh, module. It's not only a disease. There are different stages of disease. If you can prevent the disease before it occurs, so we can help the woman in a better manner. I will give you a simple example. Yeah. See, according to Ayurveda, your uh, uterus is related with your mind, with your emotions. See, otherwise also, scientifically, it has been proven that hypothalamus, pituitary, and ovary, it has got a connection. And the hypothalamus, that is endocrine gland situated in your brain, has controlled that overpowered by your emotions. 
so positive emotions always maintain the proper healthy cycle so we need to maintain the positive thoughts positive cycles along that if some kind of disturbance in your hormones leads to insulin resistance sometimes lack of exercise lack of your this eating lot of junk food stress gives rise to insulin resistance if you would prevent this insulin resistance it get converted into the ovulatory disorder that is called as pcos and then that pcos slowly slowly get converted into hyperplasias of endometrium or inflammation or swelling of the uh, internal lining of the uterus and sometimes into the cancer so we need to prevent this cancer in later age beforehand in the puberty age that that prevention is very important and ayurveda uh, is actually working on that prevention not only the near future but that larger extent so we need to keep in mind that disease is not disease we face as it is but it has got many spears beforehand and we need to prevent it now i'm wondering if there are any listeners out there who are thinking this makes a lot of sense but i am too far down the line I already have PCOS. I have insulin resistance. Maybe somebody has gotten an abnormal Pap smear. Can they still use Ayurveda to help correct all of this? I mean, I know it's better to prevent it, but once it's gone too far, can they still benefit? Yeah, rightly said. Because I'm into the preventive health more often. and i went to the community health and awareness program so i more emphasize on the prevention but you know i think has got two major aspects of for the disease that is preventive aspect and second is curative and even the predictive so main curative aspects are also there so if already you are have suffering from pcos there are lot many remedies as ayurveda uh, believes in five layers of treatment that is proper diet uh, second is lifestyle modification third is detoxification that is known as panchakarma treatments then the medicinal treatment and the fifth important most is rejuvenation means to prevent the further damage so these five layers are important in curative aspect of ayurved treatments so there are many remedies for abnormal pap smear even for the pcos and we have a, developed a module specially for pcos patient as we were working on better progeny we were thinking of pcos as the most problematic uh, disease for this modern era so in my clinical practice we uh, see lot many patients of pcos and we treat it successfully and then I was curious to find out a little bit more about how the health of the mother impacts the health of the baby because I know you do a lot with creating the healthy progeny. See this is very important this is the subject near to my heart. I always love this because to build a proper uh, progeny you need to help 
the mother to like uh, see for uh, in a aspect of labor there are three important uh, aspects first before conception the would be parents should be healthy during pregnancy the mother should be taken care of properly because even the latest research says that intrauterine environment causes the future health of the fetus so that is very important and the third most important is breastfeeding so on three steps for this beta progeny we work and for that beforehand before the conception certain investigations to be done then even the proper family history for both the parents we to take usually and in our project we keep certain panchakarma or detoxification procedures for both the would be parents because see the fetus it made of ovum and the sperm so we uh, have a lot of discussions on the quantity of sperm sperm count and even proper ovulation but the quality of ovum and the quality of sperm is equally important and that quality determines the whole health horoscope of the fetus even for whole of its life so for that we give detoxification procedures so that detoxification literally improves the absorption of the intestines of would be mother and father and that absorption of vitamins uh, that is also scientifically proven those micronutrients vitamins increases the quality of ovum and the sperm and that increased quality of the ovum and sperm they are capable of producing a healthy baby that is very important so we can get rid of some kind of hereditary diseases and even some kind of means toxins we need to get detoxified and after the pregnancy during three stages of the pregnancy first three months are important for fetal hardware development that is brain neural cleft so we know that beforehand uh, uh, during pregnancy and before three months uh, the pregnancy we need to take folic acid vitamin uh, b12 even uh, d3 is now it's uh, recognized but along with that we add ayurvedic detoxification procedures and during pregnancy also first three months are important for fetal physical growth so for that physical growth certain food items certain food restrictions certain meditation certain even musical soothing of body and mind of the uh, female it has been like uh, we, we are doing interesting work in this he with the musical pieces she literally means even we did uh, some fetal uh, color doppler study during the musical uh, listening of the mother so fetus gets more more uh, placental circulation fetal placental circulation that is important for fetus make psychological and uh, physical growth so fetus gets more and more fetal placental circulation so these all remedies during first three months then during second trimester 
Peter's intellect shift and uh, even the overall growth occurs. Uh, we can say it's uh, like uh, software development. So certain affirmations, certain talks to the baby. That's all scientifically proven for relaxation of the mother. And that relaxation creates a healthy intrauterine environment. See, we did a, a study and it shows that if the problems, uh, many of the pregnant women are nowadays getting diabetes, that is gestational diabetes. And that gestational diabetes again causes long-term problem for the fetus. Even after delivery also she continues with the getting uh, sugar problem and even the baby can get uh, diabetes. So we need to prevent that and we need to give certain kind of treatments to mother to relax the proper fetoplacental circulation and uh, to prepare her for post-delivery status, even for quality of breastfeeding, breast milk, and mentally preparation of breastfeeding, and even happiness of mother is very important. Three things are important for the means that is for fetal wellness, mother means healthy and happy motherhood, and postpartum proper breastfeeding to the child. So, and along with this. The father should also, a family should also get involved in the process so we can prevent hypertension, diabetes in the fetus means after delivery. So it is very important. So this beta progeny project that we are doing a lot of work on this. That makes so much sense because you always hear about, you know, the hormones that are being, you know, carousing through the mother's body, whether it's stress or whatever. Yeah, we need to make available different kind of this holistic approach of our uh, project, better project, project for all of them. Yeah, absolutely. A holistic approach to everything just makes so much more sense, doesn't it? Correct. 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 Now, you're yeah. also involved with yoga. Can you talk a little bit about how yoga helps the body as well as the mind? And yes, actually. Yoga is a part of Ayurveda. When Ayurveda says a lot about body, yoga always says a lot about mind. It's a kind of emotional maturity enhancement. It helps us to soothen our all thought process. Whatever we do, we do first we think, then the certain emotions, certain vibrations get created and then we act. So this should be a like kind of spontaneous flow. We should have control on this. So yoga is to get connected with your inner peace, with your inner happiness and then that should reflect on the society. Yoga is complete health. And Ayurveda and yoga goes hand in hand for this health and happiness. It's actually maintaining the harmony to my heart. Because sometimes it's mistaken. Yoga is not mere asanas or body postures. But yoga is beyond that. It's simply what I understand by yoga is to get connected with. 
get connected with your own self, true self, happiness, and to get connected to society. It's very interesting. Yes, it really is. And what I appreciate about your view, you know, you coming from India and me coming from the United States, and it's frustrating sometimes in the United States when people only see yoga as a fitness modality. And when people get, yeah, when they get stressed out, I didn't make it to my yoga class, I'm so mad. And I always think, that's not what it's about. (laughs) (laughs) Correct, correct. I can make it out. You are like on that path. The way you are like uh, communicating and connecting with the person, uh, like it's it's yoga actually to get connected with. Yeah, I appreciate it. Very nice. Absolutely. How can people begin to learn more about, you know, connecting with themselves, about the whole Ayurvedic process? How can listeners who are thinking, wow, I didn't know much about this, what are some good resources or ways that they can start educating themselves and learning more? Yes. Uh, See, Ayurveda is a process where you can understand yourself. Simple, basically. It starts with your nature. Each and every individual is different. That's what Ayurveda understands. Ayurveda says that constitution is an integral part of understanding your own self. If you understand the constitution of your own self, You can deal with your body more smoothly. We conduct a program to know your constitution, to know your basic nature, because these programs help one to to whom, who am I is the basic question. Everyone must be having, who am I? To whom I belong to, that is a basic question. And that imprecision leads to understand the constitution. See, basic, if you understand your basic nature, there are seven kind of different constitutions. I'll give example. My constitution is like a Pitta Pradhan or is a, like a safe B kind of personality. So to my personality, I should eat light food. I should not eat very spicy or hot food. I should not do extensive kind of exercise. I should not keep myself fasting. If you are career-oriented woman and you are take the dominant constitution and you are working outside and you are not eating properly, you will burst out. So that anger will come out. So you need to control your lifestyle, your diet habits according to your constitution. If you understand the constitution properly, you can deal with your day-to-day activities, your career, and even interpersonal relationship. Because if you understand the other person's constitution, you can deal it with nicely. So that is basic Ayurveda, to know the constitution, to understand the constitution. The second important thing is to get detoxification. See, we have a complete health package nature gives us. There are like different kind of variation in our internal uh, kind of uh, what I can say, the internal cellular level 
debris. So we need to get rid of that debris, get rid of those toxins periodically. If you get rid of those toxins periodically, the microcellular level cleansing happens. And that microcellular level cleansing is not comparable to any kind of medicines or surgical processes. So that cleansing literally change you as a person because after getting rid of these toxins, your digestion is improved, your eating habits are improved because these cravings and all this due to the debris, even obesity problems get cleared out. So this detoxification is important even for the healthy person and even certain kind of diseases. So that helps a lot. Some allergy problems. So we cannot uh, always suppress the itching or rashes or the kind of allergies with certain medicines. We need to get rid of that antibodies. They are uh, creating a problem. So that is detoxification. That is punch karma treatment. So basic to know your constitution. Get rid of the toxins. That is detoxification. And third important thing is certain herbs. Make friendship with certain of uh, certain herbs so that those herbs literally uh, we can compare it with antioxidants rejuvenation so that really uh, helps you to uh, upgrade your health periodically so you need to understand what is my herb and then you need to get that herb because it is natural we uh, did a study on that also when we take multivitamins supplements rather than taking multivitamins or supplements if we do proper exercise and lifestyle modification along with the herbal supplementation the health is upgraded so that is important aspect of ayurveda yeah yes it makes so much sense to first know your constitution because yeah, there's so much like, you know, magazine articles and advice out there, do this, do this, but we are all different and it's not going to work for everyone. Correct, correct, correct. That is important. Each and every individual is different and we need to follow according to our constitution. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And body constitution, even psychological constitution is different. Even yeah. our psychology. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, so very me, much because some babies are just born happy and others yes. are more, yeah, they, we are different. So it, it, I love that. Correct, correct, correct. Mm-hmm. So Ayurveda believes in that, yes. Mm-hmm. And especially for women, especially for women because, see, women has got a kind of, always talk about uh, hormonal imbalance, hormonal imbalance. But actually, hormones are good for our health. So we need to take it positively and take the help of those hormones to get our creativity at its most. Because women is a best, like we are most creative person, but the all is hidden. We need to explore our hormones with certain things. That is very important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very important. And then with the detox, talk a little bit about, do you detox kind of consistently throughout your life or do you go through times where you detox more? What is the best way for listeners to kind of do that? 
Correct. See, nowadays there are many detox methods, even with the diet, even with certain thought processes, even with certain colon wash. There are many uh, methods and many uh, things that are coming up. But scientifically, Ayurveda has developed five main procedures for this detoxification. Each and every individual requires it differently. It's not like that. You uh, should uh, do detoxification, tick mark, and you are all well. No, it's always tailor-made program. Each and every individual is different. And according to constitution, the stage of the disease and the pattern of the disease, even where you belong to the like uh, country, that is also very important. Because the outer environment plays a major role, according to Ayurveda, in your internal harmony. So, your body and the outer uh, environment is closely related. So, according to that, the detoxification methods are different. So, we need to get done the detoxification according to environment, according to constitution and the disease stage. So there are different kinds of detoxifications and mainly what we use in gynecological practice is basti. That is a medicine given by the anal root. And it's not a enema or colon wash, but actually we keep different different combination of herbs through the anal root. It gets absorbed in the intestines, give lubrication and even cleanse it off. So a pattern or the problems which creates the inflammation in your body. We call it inflammatory cytokines that they disturb the whole system and we, if we help them to dissolve and get rid of them through anal root, it actually works in your whole bodily system. This medicine given by the anal root even adds on your endocrinal glands, endocrinal system. As we use this busty treatment or the detoxification method given by the anal root for infertility, and it helps a lot for ovulation, even to improve the endometrium lining, improve the uh, when the antimodernal hormones get uh, less, and even uh, the fertility chances goes down. We give different kind of anal root uh, medicines. The other important thing, uh, you are asking, you are like asking me about listeners. I'm also started relating with the listeners. So I'm visualizing all age group of listeners. See, this simple thing actually given by the nasal root. That is nasal treatment. The nasal installation, two or three drops of simple ghee or oil. You can use even sesame oil. Two drops of sesame oil, both nostrils, 15 at a night. It gets absorbed in your nasal mucosa and it gives you sound sleep. And even it helps to prevent the wrinkles. Ooh! Tiny eyes. And even prevent hair loss. Simply, this nasya, if used medicinally, it even helps to 
three, the hormonal imbalance in women. Wow. Like, uh, if, uh, yeah, yeah, serum prolactin level health increases and certain kind of amenorrhea or menstruation problems occurs. So we keep the medicine through nasal route. We did extensive research on allergy problems. We uh, started giving this nurse treatments, the nasal installation, and we can prevent the droplet infections. If you apply it beforehand, going out, uh, uh, prevent the droplet infections and even we can treat the sinusitis. So preventive and curative. Okay, so this is nausea, busty, and even viration. That viration is medicinal purgatives. We give scientifically, methodologically, some kind of medicine. And first, we do oleation of all of our body so the microcellular level debris comes out comes into the stomach and then we get cleansed out with certain drugs, certain medicines. So all the things like uh, a patient may get six, seven times loose motion and the uh, gets cleansed off. This region I've seen a difficult ovulatory pattern, means an ovulatory cycle, an ovulatory cycle helps a woman to get her ovulation back. And even to get rid of obesity. So that is also very important. So this kind of detoxification, but under doctor's supervision, you need to take. You can uh, put the nasal installation. No worries about that. I can say because last 25 years, I've given so many patients, so many healthy, uh, specifically the young, beautiful girls. This yep. nasal installation. It, it uh, prevents the hair fall also, early growing of the hair also. Very interesting. So at least if, uh, my uh, listeners can get this nasal installation part, apply it, and I'll be more than happy. For it it will be useful for them. Yes, Lara. Yes. That's amazing, yes. and that's so simple and so easy to do. And yes. you know, you talked about lifestyle modifications, and I know yes. those are so important because that's the building blocks of who they are. But I think sometimes people find those a little bit more intimidating because it feels like they might have to change so much. Do you have any tips on a couple of easy lifestyle modifications that listeners might want to start doing today? Yes, yes. See, Lord, I can say it because I'm a passionate marathoner. I myself is a fitness lover. So I do it. I practice it daily. And I think I've given so many of my patients simple five stages lifestyle modification. You can utilize this any part of the world. First, most important, wake up early. See, I was reading one book, 5M Club. So this concept is all over uh, spread now. If you get up before sunrise, the endorphins secreted from your brain helps you to keep energetic all over the day. So that simple, get up before the sunrise, one and a half hour before the sunrise, then have half cup of lukewarm water. See, H. pylori causes hyperacidity, certain kind of problems. 
if you take this half cup of lukewarm water, you can prevent the hyperacidity and you can digest the food. If it gets it's undigested in your stomach, uh, the yesterday's food, it gets digested. So half cup of lukewarm water early in the morning and apply oil or some kind of lubrication all over your body. At least to your feet and to the uh, head and even to the internal part of the ear. Only to apply, not to put your instead, but only to apply. That gives rise to a full package to prevent aging, to prevent the fatigue because this chronic fatigue syndrome is also very common nowadays in today's era. So it prevents fatigue, it prevents the aging and it prevents the visation of your visation of different kind of pains. It prevents the different kind of pains. So that massage is very important. You can do it at your own and the exercise part. We keep on telling that exercise is important, exercise is important, but it should come from within that if you exercise daily, believe me, your lifestyle is at its best part. If you exercise daily, it gives you a lot of energy, a lot of positive emotions, and actually you get the complete health. The most other important thing is eat only when you are hungry. And yeah. don't fast if you are hungry. Means don't uh, uh, like follow food fads or uh, diet fads because this is also very common. But you go you to your body continuously. You go by your body signals. If you're hungry, just sip a lukewarm water. Sometimes you're thirsty. And this is false hunger. So yeah. sip uh, lukewarm water so that hunger uh, if it's only craving it will go up but still you're hungry you need to eat you should uh, rather than carrying always uh, say my uh, patient rather than carrying lipsticks and the makeup uh, all in your purse carry the healthy foods also because certain seeds certain uh, dry fruits help you to keep uh, your mood up and help you to concentrate, focus on your work because brain requires glucose to work properly and that glucose is through your food, your fuel. So that should be properly maintained and the most important thing is your sleep. Sleep is very important aspect of lifestyle because you don't get proper sleep, you will have not many diseases. So night sleep six to seven hours but if you, uh, for your, like, uh, according to your profession or any other reason, you won't get the proper 6-7 hours sleep, you need to complete the sleep during daytime, but before your food, not after your food, and the half of the amount means if you, you, are, you slept for 4 hours, say, and 2 hours sleep remaining, so you can take your afternoon nap 1 hour, or uh, you can adjust 1 hour nap, but not after food, before the food. Because if you take a nap after the food, the obesity problem increases. Simple, simple things. Yeah, but it helps a lot. Very Another thing, yeah, yeah, active lifestyle is important. Yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. yes.
Yeah, it is. Thank you for just, you know, listing some of those simple things, because I think sometimes people get overwhelmed. They realize they're in bad habits and they think about, you know, 200 things that they need to do and then they're just overwhelmed. So they stop. So I, yeah, I like that you were able to break that down. That's helpful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And you mentioned you, you're a marathoner and you love running. I would just yeah. like to hear more about you and about your love of running. Yeah, actually, uh, I started running late. So everybody was uh, asking, oh, how can you run? I said, no. Uh, as I'm following my Ayurveda and yoga remedies for all over my life, I can run. And just believe me, I participated in Bangalore Ultra Marathon. It was 75 kilometers run, ultra marathon. I was super excited. It was a jungle run. And I participated. And I won first run. So if you decide, if you discipline, if you discipline, if you practice properly and you take proper care of your food, if you take proper care of your muscle groups. You can do anything in the world. That's what I want to emphasize. And running makes you feel happier and healthier. See, it actually changed whole of my life. Because after this, uh, I started my running. I started uh, participating in lot many marathons. And I could realize if you have certain passion related with your fitness regime, it helps you to improve your career graphics so overall yeah yeah so overall uh, running helped me a lot and it was a really interesting journey i did 75 kilometers i did 62 kilometers ultra marathon now, now i'm planning for uh, like higher altitude 100 kilometers marathon then uh, 21 kilometers so i do regularly i'm a pacer for these marathons nowadays, I encourage people to complete uh, the, their runs in certain timings. I help them to train properly. So that is my passion. Yeah. Very interesting. Thank you. Thank you for asking me about running. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. I think it's so important for all of us to follow our passions. You know, whether it's something that we have integrated in our work, um, or just it's a little separate in our life. Following our passion is really what brings us joy. And I can tell you're passionate about everything, you know, running, but also women and, and babies and helping create that amazing, healthy offspring and helping people just live with such joy and fulfillment. That's so meaningful. Thank you for your service to humanity. Thank you. Thank you, Loda. Me and my husband, they both of us are working into community health, health awareness. So more of more of my uh, interest of topic is prevention. My interest of topic to like get them the correct lifestyle, get them the correct food habits. We conducted lots of workshops regarding that, that healthy and happy cooking, then nurturing the puberty level group of uh, girls and even boys to understand themselves properly because health literacy is very important it's very important yeah. health literacy yeah very I thank you so much it was such an honor to spend this time with you thank you thank
Thank you. Thank you, Lara. Thank you very much. Gratitude. Listeners, I hope you have a fantastic day. I want you to have a fantastic week. And as usual, don't forget to flaunt. Tune in next time to Flaunt. Build your dreams, live your sparkle with radio host Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come release self-judgment, reveal your naked self-worth, and re-choreograph a life filled with joy. Flaunt. Find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. Find out more at laurachedle.com. That's L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E.com. 